It starts with the gut. It ends with the gut. It's in your gut. Gut Talks. Hi, I'm Daniel Patterson, and you're listening to Gut Talks. Double G, U, double T. Hi, everyone. I'm Maria, and welcome to Season 3 of Gut Talks, Double G, U, double T, a podcast about business, design, and gut feelings. We release a new episode every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And this is the new twist of Season 3. I started Gut Talks a couple of years ago to educate, spread some karma on the board, connect, reconnect, or learn from awesome entrepreneurs, industry leaders, and investors. I feel we're growing by the day, thanks to your feedback and everyone who's been on the show. By the way, there are no sponsors, but a like, a share, a comment, and hitting the subscribe button would mean a lot. Now let's get started. So it's really lovely to see you again. The last time was in 2019 when we had a quick Gut Talks before Gut Talks became a podcast. Inception days when things were taking off and ideas were flowing. Oh, it's so good to be back, Maria. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for coming back. Yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to this conversation because many things happened since. And I also like your outfit because, I mean, I know it's a podcast, it's audio, but we have a snippet or different snippets like on YouTube and LinkedIn. So if people want to check this out, it's what you wear on your post also, right? Your yellow shirt and gray gilet. (laughs) So (laughs) nice to have that. The good old waistcoat it's on. That's right. Back to the inception days, Maria, because I hadn't long started Highly, my design strategy agency, and I was inventing my own brand back then, right at the same time. So yes, the yellow shirt, the waistcoat is sported well, I hope, anyway. (laughs) Cool. Thanks for the story. And so you're an architect by education, right? That was your background, but you kind of slightly shifted to more like design, visual design, brand strategy, and so on. And there was... reason for that. So maybe we give a quick update on how things were and why you moved into that. But what you do at the moment is you have your design agency called highly.co.uk and you're based in Wales and you have clients a bit everywhere in different places, including Wales. So I think in this podcast, we're going to be talking about you, how you got to where you are today, what you're doing, one of the products you created, which is the branding master plan. And, you know, talking about brand strategy in general and just give value for, you know, whoever has a company, a startup, I mean, any kind of company, really small, medium, large enterprises, it doesn't really matter, even if someone's got an idea. And this episode also links back to the episode we had with Jacob Cass, who like we didn't talk too much there about brand strategy. We did a little bit, but we talked about his story as well, because he's also big in the space of uh, brand strategy. And a shout out to Jacob, because we met through his community years ago. Yeah. And here we are today still in touch so how are you today excellent thank you maria that was quite the introduction in terms of the amount you want to talk about so (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's well i'm excited to be here maria and i certainly hope that i think we were talking about maybe in the conception and inception of our companies when we got together and our businesses as they are our brands our own brands back in 2019 when we started collaborating and getting to know each other through jacob cass's community but yeah as you said I've been in the design space really for another 10 years prior to that as well before we started and the journey has been quite an interesting one so I'm certainly hopeful that 
you and your listeners might learn something new in terms of brand strategy. It is a bit of a buzzword, isn't it? And it has been in the last couple of years. But really what we're talking about is planning your brand out, really, and creating intentional touch points and intentional moments even within your brand and your business so that ultimately your business can transform into, well, I guess from a functional, profitable business into what we like to call unforgettable brands. Yeah. And that's really the hope and desire that we have with our clients and our audience is that nothing that they put into their business is wasted, that everything is optimized and that customers and clients and friends and family have that impression that is just so hard to forget in a good way, of course. We don't want to be so terrible they'll never forget your business or brand, but that it's so good. It speaks to them personally that they just simply can't forget. Yeah. And I like your energy when you talk about it and so on, because you also kind of shifted starting with buildings and architecture into that. And you ended up trademarking unforgettable brands, right? I did. Uh, <laughs> so how was the journey? First of all, like, let's go back a bit in time. And this is something I like, you know, as of season three, I'm trying to ask, you know, every guest who comes on God Talks about, but who's Dan? Like, who was Dan growing up? And how did your, if you want, life as a kid, as a teenager, get you to where you are today? Like, what made you, is there anything that led you to making some choices like going into architecture? And then doing business today. What are you doing business today? Oh my goodness. Wow. That's a deep psychological dive right there. Do you really want to know? I don't know. Okay. So Dan, I'm Daniel. Daniel Patterson. I'm, I'm very happy to go by branding Dan as well. But anywho, who is Dan? Dan grew up. He was born in Belfast. So you might have picked that up from the accent. I'm a Northern Irish boy. And I grew up in Belfast during quite a difficult period. I hadn't been exposed to the same of my parents' generation had during the troubles that you might be aware of. There was a lot of conflict, still is to some degree, but I grew up in a place of conflict and... Same here. I think lots to right. relate to, right? We spoke about Isn't it? that before. We yeah. have personally. Yeah, absolutely. You know, there were lots of streets that you knew you couldn't go down. You know, mm -hmm. when I was older, when I started to learn how to drive, you absolutely made sure that you had enough fuel in the car, that you didn't break down in an area that wasn't safe. You know, this extended into every part of life, really, of being, you know, trying to be safe, really, at the same time of trying to thrive. And I suppose creativity was one of those outlets for me. And it, it might not be a surprise that I, I went into architecture because being in an area with so much destruction, whether it's be societal or whether it be physical damage, you know, it wasn't uncommon for buildings to be blown up or cars to be hijacked and satellites, you know, and riots on the streets growing up. And so it might not be a surprise that, you know, I find a lot of joy in creating rather than destroying. You know, it was very personal for me right? So maybe, maybe, who knows Maria, maybe you've just unlocked something in me that I'd never thought about before. But yeah, I was very arty, very creative. I was a bit of a hustler at school as well. So I like the prospect of, of building little businesses when I was really very, very young. I've got some really early memories of like painting pebbles on the beach and going around and knocking on people's caravan doors and trying to sell <laughs> them stones for five pence each back in the day. You know, right up to during summer washing cars and 
and, you know, and cutting lawns and all sorts of things. But progressing through that, then architecture really captured my imagination, caught my eye. I love the idea of building the physical environment and being part of that journey. But of course, in a short story, abruptly ended during the last financial crisis. You know, we're not in a great position at the moment yeah, true. in the UK. Um, financially, you know, we're teetering around in and out of recession at the moment again. But if you go back to 2007, 8, 9, you know, we had a quite a substantial financial crisis back then, which of course was global. And that was just about the time when I graduated with my undergraduate in architecture. So yes, fantastic. What a great way to start your uh, your working career with absolutely zero prospects. Um, so, I mean, Ireland as an island got particularly hit hard and the construction industry came to an absolute halt. Redundancies within the architecture space and construction was something around the region of 40% of everybody in that space was made redundant within that sort of two, three year period. And so really it was game over for me and my graduate friends unless they were willing to travel uh, to the other side of the world or unless you had friends and family already working in there and you could work voluntarily perhaps. And so there are very, very few of my peers back then who are still working in architecture, unfortunately and sadly. So it was very much a case, Maria, of, you know, during times of crisis, like perhaps some of us are experiencing now, is as adapting. And it's easier said than done, of course, but taking what you have learned and trying to reapply your life experiences and finding areas where you can still help and be helpful and ultimately have a way to be self-sufficient through that financially might mean changing and adapting. And that's exactly what, what I did, what I had to do 15 years ago. So I moved into the graphic design space and the web design space and started knocking doors um, around my local town at the time. I was just about getting married. So I had moved from Northern Ireland to Wales. And uh, yeah, I spent some time in between and outside of my job, my primary job with the council at the time, working in administration. I could, you know, anything had to do back then. Um, so, you know, I, I had agreed I would do a full time worth of work doing in part time hours. So I worked especially hard during that time. And in my spare time then, literally going around businesses, knocking doors, asking if they needed any support or help. And that's, that journey eventually led to designing brands and rebuilding brands. And I've been doing it ever since. It starts with the gut. It ends with the gut. It's in your gut. Gut Talks. This is the end of this episode of this segment with Daniel Patterson. Thanks for listening and watch out for the next one.